Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Today on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted, we are joined by actor, producer, director, author. What else can you do, Brian Cranston? I sweep floors. You do? And I load a dishwasher really, really well. Do you unload it? Not too many. Okay. <laughs> we could give you a job in our the house. The talent is loading it, not unloading. No, the talent is buying the dishes that fit together and not the dishes that I buy that don't fit in the dishwasher. Well, I could teach you how they can fit. Okay, Brian, right. thank you. That's Brian Cranston on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted. Be sure to listen on Podcast One or through the Podcast One app and Apple Podcasts. Get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on. And welcome to CarCast, everybody. We love that about you. We like that uh, you like the car stuff. We like the car stuff. We bring it. Yeah. Uh, we, ta- we travel. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We got some races coming up. There's some events. There's some Leno stuff. There's lots of... Exciting stuff. Lots of, yeah. lots of stuff to bring and share with you. Speaking of Leno, a lot of listeners uh, chiming in on what he drove yeah. last week. We that figured we, it we out. We just couldn't figure it out. Yeah, we, we figured it out now. It was the Dodge Durango Citadel. Right. And the thing Which we was, guessed Dodge Durango, but the Citadel part threw us off. I didn't even I know that was said a thing. Like, I said something... About it yeah. sounded something like it, but I didn't. I've never heard of a Citadel, and now we know. And I don't know what the difference between a Durango and a Durango Citadel. It's like the top of the top uh, Durango. They call it the Citadel. Yeah, right. Yeah. But but it's confusing because if you just saw it and on the side it said like Platinum or Limited, you'd be like, I get it. Right, but Citadel. You didn't. Like, it doesn't say Durango no, on, on the, the door, side of like it. It just says Citadel. Citadel. Yeah. And so I thought it was a Citadel, although I didn't know what a Citadel was, so I, I called it a Cypress or something. <laughs> like I, I, I was taking these stupid guesses, yeah. and that's why we couldn't figure it out. So anyway. Leno was, uh, was good on Build Stuff Live season finale. We saw the Trans Am clip that, uh, that uh, you guys put together, which we watched and talked about last week. Yeah. We saw it on Spike. It was good. Yeah, it's fun. It's on YouTube. If you guys want to uh, check it out, yeah, it was it was nice. Uh, again, we just laid a little vo over it and made it sort of accessible to people who weren't uh, gearheads. Sunny uh, had a good time uh, at the race. We had a good time at the race. And uh, how does Spike feel about all the car stuff you shoved down their throat this season? Which I enjoyed <laughs> building um, the garage and uh, doing the, some of the racing. And I think they were, the- once we had Leno locked in for the last one, and it seemed like Leno, it's, just, it's such a car thing, you got to do something with the car. Yeah. And Leno, then it just became sort of, all right, well, let's get some car tent or content for uh, Leno's thing. And I just sort of th- put it up there, like, hey, if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, we won't do it, but they all, they all seem yeah. to like it. So. Does anybody ever ask that guy about comedy, The Tonight Show, any of that Jay? stuff? Jay? Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm the car guy, so I've never been around here where somebody would ask him that question, but you're being sort of in both worlds. I've, you know? I've been around him when he's told some pretty good stories about working with Red Fox and stuff back in the day and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. And uh, that certainly seems like another really interesting conversation with Jay. You, people forget he's got thirty years on the Tonight Show, and I don't know how many before that, and in, in, in comedy. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it it's it's kind of interesting. It's sort of like it it he kind of steers the conversation. Oh well, I do comedy. He does comedy. No, we never talk about comedy. Um, but there's not much to say about comedy because I, I don't know. You just go do it or you don't do it or whatever it is. Yeah. It's not. I, I'm not going to ask him for a set list from his corporate gig last weekend. It just there's nothing there. There's nothing from. from I don't know why. Uh, it's right. but I you know when I talk to Jimmy Kimmel, I never talk to him about anything but comedy. Or, or I mean, we talk about everything, but it's all it all it all passes through a prism of comedy with you know? Jimmy. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, there's no car talk. Well, he doesn't care about cars. Doesn't care about cars. No, the people who don't care about cars don't care about it with a passion. It's not right. like it's not like. Yeah. Well, my dad's not a car guy, but I don't know. He's like a six. Oh no, he's like a minus four. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know somebody who cares less. 
Yeah. I mean, Lynette probably... No. I don't think Lynette cares... Hmm. Let, Lynette's kind of forced to have a, a little bit of an interest, even if it's a pretend interest, which is notable. Uh, she was bummed because, like getting rid of that Audi. Because, <laughs> because Audi? of your yeah. interest in, mm. in, in cars. When you say, I'm going to go racing, I I'll don't... tweet her and I'll be like, Adam got third. She was like... Fix Sonny's Sonny hair, wearing, and that's great. <laughs> Sonny wearing his hair. Yeah, I he got sunscreen on. Also, congratulations, Adam. <laughs> I'm not getting a strong sense of even feigned interest, but <laughs> may, maybe she feigns it with you. I don't know. I'd say, uh, I'd say Kimmel in the car department is pr- he's probably a four just because he likes colors, aesthetic, and you know, it, it's so stupid for people who like art. And I know, like, these people, these same people, like, my mom would say she likes art. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if she likes art. I don't know if she, she certainly doesn't collect art. But if you said to her, do you like art? She would say, yes, I like art. And then you would say, are you a fan of artists and sculpture? And she'd say, yes, I am a fan. And then you would go, take a look at this 1971 Mira SV, born in Turin, Italy, and uh, designed in the in the sixties by by geniuses, and yeah. she'd go not interested. Not and interested. it's like, why wouldn't you simply be interested in that as an aesthetic and as an art, as a piece of art? And it's because they've decided they don't like cars. <laughs> so once you decide you don't like cars. Then everything is a K car from yeah. from Dodge, circa nineteen eighty one. I this is really random, but I met one guy very briefly, had a very quick conversation with him, talking about cars, and he said, "I'm not a car guy, but I do appreciate the art of cars, the look of cars." Well, I, that's an that intellectual- guy was Wesley Snipes, by the way. Wow, <laughs> it's an intellectually honest brother there because that's what i would say about art i'm not an art fan i don't collect art but i know what i like and if you showed me something i would appreciate it or not depending on the sculpture not i don't like sculptures i don't have that blanket i'm not a sculpture guy (laughs) yeah but that's an interesting thing because my dad's not a car guy he likes no cars no he has interest in No. no cars which i'm i'm my feeling is like Again, it's like saying I have interest in no music and no sculpture and no poetry. And it's like, well, no, I have I'm not interested in Yoko Ono, but Yo Yo Ma I would I would watch play his cello. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. why why I'm not, I'm not a huge sports guy, but I you know, I played baseball, I played soccer, I watch a game here and there. Yeah. Well I the you point know. is is there's way too many people who make a proclamation of I don't like this or I don't like that. And uh, I feel like they're just missing out on a part of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, like if somebody said, hey, do you want to go to a Lakers game? I'd be like, well, don't waste a ticket on me, but it sounds like fun, and I like yeah. hot dogs. Yep. There you go. Right? Uh, wonderful. Like, you probably, oh, you probably get a Jody Maroney out there. <laughs> Certainly not one of those Dodger dogs. All right. So uh, we got questions. We got events. We got stuff uh, coming up. Um, we are going, well, I, we're going to Detroit coming up and we're doing some stuff there with at the ford museum yeah so we which got i that. figured out is going to be the end of july yeah 27 ish or something yeah like that. we also have uh going to sonoma and driving uh the race car newman's race car with with leno then, although leno won't be in the car yeah. yeah so we're trying to make that like sort of a two-part event right like one where you're going to test for the first time the Porsche 935 that Bruce Kennep is working on. Right. And then also you're going to film a segment of Jay's show. Right. With, with what? With maybe the 2 plus 2 car? With the, the Nissan, the 300ZX that was in the closest the hill climb. Yeah, I think that that's the freshest, easiest car. And I'm not sure if Leno drove the 2 plus 2. Ooh, Max Zapata. He may have driven it. may have been. You mean Newman. Oh, sorry. Like, did he drive that car in Sonoma? They're, the 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 TV show is trying to do sort of an apples to apples thing. They're trying to get footage or some information of Newman driving a car in Sonoma, and then you driving that same car today, and 
comparing lap times, which I always thought was a fun idea. When we did the Newman film, we talked about trying to go to Lime Rock one day and have you going up against some of Newman's times, even though that was his home track. Yeah. <laughs> you might he, want to do a couple laps before we laid out a timer. <laughs> he was uh, very fast on that track. Yeah. Uh, Sonoma's technical, and I'm not very good on that track, but I would I would accept the challenge of trying to learn that track yeah. and figure it out. I really wasn't a big fan of it the couple times I've driven, driven there. But if um, Max Apata goes to that website that I can never think of the name of, which is Race Cars, it's 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 a name. It's it's always it always screws me up. There is one encyclopedia online of race cars, race car drivers, and all the events they've done. Yeah, it's sort of the IMDb of of race car drivers. Right. And it's a terrible design, and the colors are weird. And and, and the name is weird because it's not like race cars directory or something. Yeah. It's just, it's it's like, I am a racer, or four I am racers, or race I am, or something like that. It's like yeah. a stupid thing that you'll just never remember. And it always drives me nuts because I truly yeah. never remember of this this IMDb of race cars. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you Google somebody like a Paul, like if you Google Paul Newman racing history, it might be one of the top links that. Well, you you might want to pick Jim Fitzgerald or somebody's yeah, like a little a little who just did racing, right? Because otherwise yeah. you're going to get Cool Hand Luke, you know, <laughs> goes to the track, you know. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, questions, Kalen, or uh, emails? Yeah, or, we, have, we have some emails here, and um, uh, we'll take some phone calls, perhaps when those queue up. Yeah, yep. give us one. And if you want to write in, just click the contact page at carcastshow.com. This comes from Jason. He's uh, out of Corona. He's 36. Hey guys, love the podcast. My dad and I are getting his 65 Mustang GT Roadworthy, and I w- I'm wondering uh, what your opinion is on painting the drums. I rarely see drums painted, and they look horrible if you don't. Will painting the drums affect the the ability to dissipate heat? What do you guys think? Uh, uh, the drums the drums are iron. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Um, I I w- what I would do is I would powder coat them the color that they came stock. You know, metal color without getting rusty or whatever. Don't paint them red right. or orange or anything sure, like that. Sure, that's one idea. <laughs> uh, is there a heat problem? There's not a heat problem. I, with first co- of all, co- I color powder coating is there when you when you paint them though. I mean, I I assume he means because he's trying to restore the car, not paint them red to match yeah. the body of the car, right? So yeah. I would pop open like an Eastwood catalog and see if there's a brake caliper or drum break paint that you can use that might Mm -hmm. be a little bit more resistant to heat and i would go with more of a natural like metal color yeah that's that's you know that's what i'm saying yeah but what what i'm saying is is i I might powder coat can you can you powder coat the outside of it you know i don't know that i would um a lot of powder coaters want to kind of smooth it out um but and get rid of sort of that cash texture but I, i i would keep that texture yeah that, that's true. And one, there might be some clear you could use. There might be a clear powder coat. Yeah. I feel, um, I like, I'm going with my original thought. I would explore a a bead blast and a clear powder coat, if that's yeah. possible. That I think that would be your best. Yeah, that I think you world. can do. And you're right. I don't know exactly the heat dissipation of the powder coat but we use powder coating on engine components and things like that all the the exhaust manifolds like everything is covered with powder coat i I just ceramic coats and stuff like that i don't feel like certainly in a pinch you could probably pick up like a caliper paint kit and do it that way or buy the caliper paint kit and just use the clear like you said like i don't know if the caliber the caliper paint kit just even comes with a clear yeah i think there's there's versions with a with a clear or a two part okay. clear, but I think anyway. The point is, I think you can paint them no problem. Just don't paint the inside. Yeah, and I would uh, again go with a full bead blast, get them all clean and shiny, and then clear it. See what that that works. That, it'll work for a while. Uh, all right, we got a question. So the race car. Um, yeah, we're still trying to figure out what what website you guys are talking about. We is it racing dash reference dot info? Know, maybe if you showed it. No, uh, it's not. It's not racing. Dash reference dash okay. info. It's another racing website. Just some so, sort of database that. that it's a database that says every car and every racer on it, and 
It's just called racing, but it's worded in such a way that's a little bit off and a little bit backwards, and so I'll never remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll search your history or something. No, don't. It, it's not. It's not that. I mean, it. I haven't been on it in a year. I mean, oh, okay. Probably. I, I don't know. I feel like if you just Google in uh, history, race car history, or whatever, it'll it'll or, get, or it'll a, get you or to a it. guy as well. Like you said, if you if you Google Jim Fitzgerald racing history, right. it might come up with his like resume. Of, right. Yeah. Yeah. Try that, Zach. Right. Twenty six, Wisconsin. Zach. Hey, man. Get it on. What's going on, man? So there's that Dodge Demon. You know that eight hundred sixty five horsepower machine. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Uh, hold on, I see the commercial for that, and it's like fastest fastest car in the world you know zero to 60 or quarter mile or whatever and that's like except uh chevy volt like in small letters because <laughs> like, all the electric cars are faster from zero to 60 or the, even the right. quarter mile or whatever okay it's uh, they're literally saying it says in small lettering like except like, non-electric car like because they're they're saying because my wife's tesla yeah. might beat it in an eighth mile run or zero to sixty or whatever yeah, the, it is, the demon though is is, is going to be fast. It's hellish, but um, in the in the commercial, the thing's running like skinny front tires. Yeah, so the Dodge Demon is basically the Hellcat on steroids, and it's a drag race version of the car. And they just came out with pricing on it yesterday. It's like eighty four nine ninety five, so it's like eighty five grand. But here's the cool part about it is is Dodge wants you to be able to have this turnkey drag race car, but there are certain things that need to be bought kind of as an option, like a dealer option. It can't come from the factory. So you buy the car for eighty five grand, and it's 808 horsepower, okay? But for $1, you buy the drag pack that comes with the skinny tires and the slicks and a tune that gives you another 40 horsepower or something or 35 horsepower, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it turns it into the drag race car, and they give it to you for $1 if you want it. And then the next option is, is is the car is lightweight, so it doesn't come with a passenger seat or a back seat, but you can get those options for each $1. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and it's cool because the, the, the drag pack, I, I don't really know what it's called, but the drag pack has like, it has like a toolbox with like a, a battery uh, gun, you know, so you can literally like move the swap at the track. You can do the tires. Swap the skinny tires and for when the it's, front. And when it's on the track with the race tires and the skinnies in the front, yeah, it's like 0 to 60 in like 2 point something seconds, 2.5 or something. So they show the skinnies, but but one like... It pops wheelies. That's cool, though, from right. a factory car. Oh, my God. It pops yeah. wheelies. Yeah, look, James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy, the guy who writes those movies... Is going to get one of those cars, but I'm assuming he's going to get it and drive it around the streets. Yeah, which you can. So, right. so Goldberg has. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, the other day. He was down visiting Magnaflow and stopped by Goldberg's house. He has a Charger Hellcat, the four door, and he's got the Challenger Hellcat with the six speed, and he wants the Demon. <laughs> Someone explain well. to him he's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> first and a wrestler second yeah we had this conversation actually uh we the conversation was funny because we went into his muay thai gym uh-huh. and then we went next door and ate a donut <laughs> and he had this conversation about literally had this conversation about how he's a jew first and a wrestler second and a car guy <laughs> uh so now the dodge demon and chevy's trying to compete what are they trying to compete with? So they have this this Chevy oh, the Camaro, Exorcist. yeah, this Chevy that. Camaro ZL1, but with this additional package on it. But uh, uh, Zach, I think to answer your question, is Chevy competing with the Demon? I I think I think the Chevy version is more of a road race car. I don't think it's meant to be. I I think the Exorcist package is a road race package. I don't. I don't think it's like a like a big and littles on the tires and the drag package. I think it's more of like a like a Shelby GT two three fifty and the three fifty R. Uh huh. Right. I think it's kind of like that. Okay. Uh, there you go, Zach. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, appreciate it. Are you now? Thanks. You're twenty six. Max Bay, found that website yet? Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of them. No, I, I don't think any of them are no. it. There's only one that is a database for every... It's a it's a bad website, but it's a database all for all race cars ever and all drivers ever. And I don't... You should be able to find it. Hold on a second, Zach. Yeah. So yeah. you type in Jim Fitzgerald racing history. 
I, I our, did. our stats. Okay, it's not racing sports uh, cars. RacingSportsCars.com. Does that? Yeah, it, it probably is. It's bad. Yes, there it is. Thank you, Kaylin. Right. right, that's it. Right, Kaylin found it. Yeah, it's got everything in it. All Love right. that website needs a redesign. Right, yeah. it looks yeah. like it's a mistake. <laughs> Actually, we've been looking through a lot of them, and a lot of the car website database ones need a little redesign. They need a little redesign. Yeah. I know. It's because the guy that runs it is 85, and he was at every one of those races. He's going through handwritten notes yeah. trying to figure out. Yeah, not everybody's a web guy. You know, it's kind of an art. you got <laughs> oh, to really well, appreciate it. It's a different – the car guy – it's like – you. look, we're happy to make these car documentaries. When you look at other people's car documentaries, yeah. they're horrific because yeah. car guys don't make – films and film guys don't like cars so yes. you don't get good quality docs all right zach what do you what do you you're 26 what do you, when i was 26 it was like uh i don't have any money and, and and i'm probably glad because the corvette sucks and and porsches are slow and like nothing works should have bought one though because if you still I, I had it right it's but free I, money. Could, I couldn't have bought one because i didn't have any money but but zach what are you thinking about what's your dream car Oh, my dream car. I'd probably have to go with something European. Maybe uh the Porsche or an Audi. Audi? What which Audi? There's a small sedan that's really sporty looking. I, I don't know which three? The A five uh like, or something? Like new? Like newish? Yeah. It's probably a lot of yeah. you know, the the small S three is kind of a cool little ride. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, the S3. Hey, so uh, Max Zapata, now you have to go (laughs) to Paul Newman. Okay. And then you have to get to like 87, 88, and you have to see what he drove at Sonoma, or maybe they'd call it Sears Point. Yeah, or you're saying Google it or go on that website? No, that website. Go on that website. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, you've got to go on that website, and you put in driver, and you just, like, you put in P, and it'll go to everybody's name starts with a P, and it won't let you go, Paul. Like, oh, it's, it's a horrible website. It's not but, really listed by first name, though, right? Uh, or Newman, or whatever. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Brian Koppelman is on uh, is on line uh, five. Yeah, Billions is his show. Showtime, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Wait, Brian. Hold on. I'm I'm, I'm way behind here. Right. Uh, Amsoil. A M S oil. Move beyond stock performance. Amsoil. Synthetic motor oil combines top tier synthetic technology with unique additives to protect up to twenty five thousand miles or one year between changes. That is some high quality motor oil, my friends. We love lubrication. Oh yeah. I love every form of the word lubricate. <laughs> I really do. I like I like it as it pertains to cars. I like it as it pertains to bars. I, I think like it's as fun it per- to say. Pertains to the bedroom. I like all the forms of lubrication. Shields your engine from wear and deposits. Wear on pistons and cam leads, and uh, those uh, that's a lost power. Mm-hmm. You wear those cams. You wear those pistons. That leads to lost power. 75% more engine protection against horsepower loss and wear than the than what is required by the industry standard. Piston cleanliness. It's next to godliness. 93% above the industry standard. Tested on the field and, as we like it, on the track in extreme conditions. Check out AMSOIL. AMSOIL.com slash CarCast for more info. This is the real deal. AMSOIL dot com slash carcast uh koppelman brian koppelman hey adam good to speak to you say hi to uh matt deandria hello creator of hey, uh, billions on showtime my favorite show on tv right now love that favorite show. show i absolutely love that show it's a great show it is fantastic Thanks, and everybody in it is fantastic yeah ah, i love hearing that thank you so much uh yeah working with these actors is just totally um incredible and Dave, Dave, who's my co-creator and co-showrunner, the two of us, the showrunners, like every day we go to work, we can't believe we get to work with these people. I mean, Adam and I have talked about this a bunch. You know, no matter how well you do the thing you do when you're writing it, putting it together, producing it, like these actors have to be able to do the thing. And watching them take your words and do that, Adam, I mean, you know what it's like. It's amazing. 
Oh, uh, yeah. It never and, stops being. Well, I mean, basically, you can ride a 7, and they can make it into a 9 or a 10, or yep. they can make it into That's a 4. Right. Yeah, so yep. it's like imagine if you just turned in papers your whole days. You just you're at school and you're turning in papers to your teacher, and it could either be a C minus or an A, sort of depending on how good the teacher was. Yeah, you've so done right. you've done yeah. your work. But, yeah, and you all you do is sit around and pray. I hope I get an A, but I'm only going to write a seven and a half, maybe an eight, and we'll see if it can be an A. But yeah. it could dip down to D. Okay. Yeah, that's why casting is uh, is so crucial. We take casting, like, we take so much fucking time to cast, and uh, we're so careful about it for exactly that reason. But I didn't call to talk about Billions at all. I called because I texted Adam. Adam and I were texting about this last week, and, and I was like, I don't care if I have to talk to you on or off the air, but I have to talk to you. And then I realized you were doing this show, so I was like, all right, I'm calling now, and then we're going to have this conversation. Sure. So I need, he, I need your advice, both of you guys. Um, I, I hadn't driven a manual transmission car in like over, in like 20 years. You can't even really, I wanted to get myself, look, I have this show, the backstory is, and this is true, 22 years ago, I had a 911. It was the last year before the body changed, like with the body changed in 98, so I had the, or 99, I had the 98. And I had to sell it three years later because I wanted to make, an indie movie, and my wife looked at me and was like, you know, that Porsche is a year of school for, uh, at the time, our son. You want to go make indie movies, that's great, but we have two kids now, and you should sell the car, and I sold it. And I finally got, my, I got myself a 911 again uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, congratulations. And, yeah, what year? Thank you. Brand new. I got a brand new one. Brand new. Because okay. I want, I, yeah, I wanted the car, but I wanted a manual transmission. There was like in the color I want, which is gray. There was only one left. I really wanted a stick shift, but I haven't driven stick in over twenty years. Uh-huh. And I found myself in traffic the other day, and so like on the long drive, it's all great, and I know how to, you know, I'm, I'm old enough that I really, know, I know how to drive it. But I have no clue how to drive it in traffic without burning out the clutch. I feel myself not knowing when to keep it in neutral, when to put it in first, but keep the clutch depressed. I really don't even understand the proper way in that situation you're supposed to manage the clutch. And I know there's no one better than you, Adam, to break that down for me. None of my friends drive stick anymore. Like, there's no. nobody I know here who drives a stick shift. First of all, you're a hero for buying a manual transmission 7-speed 911. Like, that's a cool car, Thank and you. there's only a handful of those things. But Yes. And I, and I agree, as, as Porsches move on in value, and we find modern Porsches, relatively modern Porsches, fetching pretty good prices at auctions, manual is the way to go. Because in, in years to come, yeah. that car will be worth more than the paddle shift. It certainly will variety. retain its value far beyond all the uh, paddle shift and yes. I have found, well, I've, I've told the story not on this show, ironically, on my other show, but I'll, I'll tell you uh, quickly because perhaps you've never heard it. But I, I was tasked with the job of taking a young female 23-year-old model who'd never driven a stick shift before right. and putting her in a 600, maybe 650 Dodge Horsepower Dodge Viper, Viper. Yeah, like, Dodge yeah. Viper, and in 15 minutes, being able to teach her to drive down a parking lot, stop, turn, do a three-point turn, turn around, and come back, and it was all timed, and it was a competition for some car show I was doing, and I really broke it down, which is, what is the biggest problem people have with clutches? And, and Brian, this isn't exactly what you're asking, because you're beyond this, but I'll just tell you quickly that I sat, but you may want to use this if you're teaching your son or your wife or whomever yes. if you'd like to teach them to drive the 911. I am. I'm going to teach both of them to do it. That's exactly right. I'm going I, to teach both. Of them. Here's yep. how you here's how you do it really quickly. You 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 put them in the pass. You put them in the driver's seat of the car, and you tell them without the car started, and you tell them, okay, put your foot on the clutch, and you tell me a word like. Your wife's, you know, when you guys have uh, what we call rough trade in the sex department, <laughs> what is her safe word, yeah. Brian? What's her safe, safe word? Right, yeah. Right. Uh, she yells uh, lawyer. It's Corolla. You... The safe word is Corolla. <laughs> My wife yells lawyer. I yell prenup. And then we get back to it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, all right. So she has a word. Now, this model had the word Voltaire. That was, I don't <laughs> Which, know why. I always remember it. She too. was a little highfalutin. So we yeah. sat, I sat in the passenger seat. She sat in the driver's seat. And I said, without the car started, 
when I yell Voltaire, you push the clutch all the way in. And we just sat there, and right. I just went, Voltaire. She pushed the clutch in. I'd go, I'd wait. I'd wait for like 10 seconds. Yeah, before Vol- you guys did anything, Nothing. she just sat there with no car on. Voltaire, and boom, just yelled clutch Voltaire. all the way in. We did that 10 times. Yeah. And then I said, all right, now let's start the car up. Push the clutch, Voltaire, push the clutch all the way in, put it in gear, start letting out, giving some gas. And the car would start bucking because inevitably they're not giving it enough gas and it's bucking and yeah. it's bucking. And I'd yell, Voltaire. And she pushed the clutch in. We'd just be coasting. I'd say, give it a little more gas, let the clutch out and start bucking again. Voltaire, push. But now we're moving and coasting. And at some point, the clutch comes all the way out and we're driving along in first gear. But as she starts slowing down or doing whatever, I just yell, Voltaire. She pushed the clutch in. That will stop about 80% of stalling and can't get it. Yeah. Just get that safe word and get them used to pressing the clutch in. Now, as far as you... No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not stalling at all. My, right. my thing is, how do I not burn out? The, you know that feeling where yes. you feel like... You feel like traffic. you're over-revving. Yes. I, yeah, you don't know. Am I over... It's like, yeah, two, like, one, you're sitting there in, in, in real bumper-to-bumper, right? Let's right. say I'm on the West Side Highway because I'm trying to get out of the city to go drive on the Palisades where I can really right. drive. But for a half hour, I'm in bumper to bumper, and I can almost feel the clutch starting to smoke because I don't know, do I keep it down the whole time and keep the thing in first? Do I put the thing in neutral? And, and li- how do you manage it? How do you I, think about it? I always I, I run into this when I drive the race cars because the race cars are always yeah. the same way. they got a weird clutch and a super long first gear, and you got to throw tons of revs at it to try to get out of the pit yeah. onto the track, and you just feel like you're smoking the clutch. And, and it feels weird because the race cars need a lot more revs than the street cars, so you feel like... You're over-revving. Right. The way know? I do it is once I get going, I just push the clutch in and I coast for a while, and then I'll, I'll give yeah. it a little more yeah. out and coast a little, mile, a little while and push the clutch in. I think it's at its worst when the clutch is sort of half-engaged, when it's bucking, yeah. when you're throwing revs yeah. and the clutch is half-engaged and yeah. it's bucking. I would avoid that. What I, what I, there's, a, there's a certain way. First off, it's just a... There's an overall kind of momentum to driving, which is look at the stoplight ahead of you, look at the brake lights ahead of you, pop it in neutral and just start coasting. Like, don't be accelerating to the red light, yeah. to yeah. the brake lights, to the whatever. There's that. And then there's a, once you get into that sort of momentum rhythm, it's just a kind of an overall gestalt of driving, which is I always want to be just drifting forward, but never accelerating into something I have to stop yeah. and not needing to touch the brake. But, I think if you get that dance going where you pop the clutch out, you get moving, and then you pop it back in, and then you can pop it into neutral yeah. and just coast for a little while. That, I, I agree with that. I've, been, I've never owned an automatic transmission car. I've driven right. a bunch, but I've, they've all been manual. And similar to what you're saying, Adam, is that what I don't do is, you know, well, first of all, I, I, I get off on the clutch slow because I'm trying to make the ride as comfortable as possible, but... I, I try to find, even in traffic, try the situation where either my clutch is down or my clutch is up. If if I'm getting into it, if I'm like half clutch and then I get off of it, that's that's the sweet zone of where you're where you're riding the clutch. So right. I either try to get enough space between me and the car in front of me to where I can put it in first gear and even very slowly, long as my foot is now, clutch is fully engaged. And then when I get up on that car, uh, you know, the clutch is down to the floor. You know, I don't do a lot of that floating around in the middle. That's I, what I not a lot work. of that floating, and, and you don't, you guys don't put it into, I mean, I'm, you said a brief, you don't put it, you don't generally like just put it into neutral glide and then go back into first and put the thing down. You're, you're in first as much as you can be and either put the clutch down or like, you know, let it up smoothly, but then have it up and just be in first gear. Th- that's it. That and I, I try to avoid the floating around. So I'm either clutch is engaged in first gear or I'm in neutral. I look at it this way. I have, a, yeah. Brian, an analogy. You may want to weave it into one of your wonderful scripts. You can come uh, over here and I'll drive that Porsche around. I always you. say, you know, like the clutch. I could. It, I'm in New York, but I would. The, <laughs> the in-between is where you don't want to be. I always say you either want to be on the beach, yeah. you know, enjoying yeah. the sun and the seagulls, or beyond out, beyond the breakers floating in the water. But you don't want to be in-between where you're just getting pummeled. Yeah. And okay. so you, you yeah. want the clutch in or you want the clutch out. You don't want to live in that breakwater in-between. Because that's where yeah. you get pummeled. That's my. Yeah, uh, okay, that's, that's my. Analogy. Honestly, I think you're probably fine. You're just overthinking about it because you got a really nice brand new car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I. Yeah, and I don't want to burn. Out, I mean, you just don't want to burn the. No. And the other question mm. related to it is: Are you guys of the mindset that driving those things on the on the highway 
be revving between four and five thousand. Like let yourself be revving where when you accelerate, you really accelerate, as opposed to trying to be one, you know, in fifth gear when you could be in fourth and it's whining a little bit, but you're way short of uh, the red zone. The red line. Uh, You know, back in the day, they'd say rev it up, blow the carbon out. And that that kind yeah. of stuff. Now everything's got a computer, and it's messing with the timing electronically, and you're probably not dealing with what you, the carbon yeah. and stuff like that. I always believe that these cars are sort of thoroughbreds, and they should be run a little bit. Like, yeah, good. Uh, so I think it's and, and and with all the especially oils, Porsche, yeah, especially Porsche. So just. Just go drive that car. That's, yeah, that's and my the durability opinion. testing on that car is fantastic. You oh know, yeah, you know, they. I mean, they hammer those cars. The you know, just the meet to minimum standard for a Porsche on that car is far above probably anything else out there. So I say go out there and have fun with that thing. When are you going to be in L.A.? Oh, this is the best call ever. Thanks. <laughs> this is Adam. This is why I knew I had to. I, could, I had to ask you. Now I feel I have the total green light. All right, go have thanks. fun. That's all I needed. Thanks, Brian. All right, thanks, man. Take thanks, care, guys. Thanks right. for the good words about the show. Thanks. I love you, man. Billions is the name of the show. I do love that show. Hey, I do too. It's great. Showtime. All right. Uh, did we find anything about Newman and what he ran? Yeah, looking at up. Uh, I did a search for Sears Point, and he raced a lot earlier than. Uh, well, not a lot earlier, but he raced earlier than eighty-eight and eighty-seven. His last one was eighty-six, and he also raced in eighty-five, eighty-four. All right. What was he racing? And so my little dilemma is he wasn't. It was my gut. It was my feeling that he wasn't racing the two plus two car there, that he was racing his GT one car yeah. there. So he would have been in eighty six, he would have been driving a three hundred ZX GT one or Trans Am. It just blah, blah. A, a Nissan three hundred ZX turbo. Right. And then after that he never got back to Sonoma after eighty six. Correct. So Unfortunately, the cutoff is 86, yeah. and mine at starting 80. I'd be driving 87, 88. Now, look. Now, you have the car. I, I do. It's not shaken out. But, but we haven't tested or dialed the, it. The, the car I'm talking about would. The 2 plus 2 car was made more for Daytona because of a little bit longer wheelbase and a little more yeah. stability. And. One might argue that the that the slightly smaller three hundred ZX might be might be a little bit better at for, Sonoma, at, which at is a so, very at, tight technical at, on a more technical track, but it'd still be negligible. I mean, it'd be about the same tires, yeah. same power plant, same about the same weight. Like it would be the same horsepower. Yeah, I mean, depending on how you dial them in, because yeah, of that yeah. turbo. Well, it is kind of an interesting point, too, which is my car would be probably detuned a little bit compared to what yeah. they would have done with that engine for that race because they probably would yeah. have jacked it and up. Yeah, and we know that they are. I mean, the, the car that you're restoring that isn't ready yet, the actual car, the GT1 championship car, that car, once it's broken in, we can turn up the wick on that one a little bit more, and it would be the real apples-to-apples apples test, but that car isn't quite ready yet. But the the 2 plus 2 car is the one you did the hill climb in that we showed videos of that, you know, it was very similar to the other one with one's the blue roll cage. The other one's the white roll cage this is the blue roll cage car. I think when we talked to Don law, who set that up, he's at 600 something horsepower in that car, 600 ish, 650, you know, maybe not quite the 700 you can dial it up to, but somewhere around there, I think I recall yeah. what he was saying. So you just deduct. Ah, 30 seconds a lap yeah, time. Yeah, you know, minute and a half, whatever. <laughs> How long are the laps at Sonoma? I don't know what the lap times I don't remember the lap times, lap times are yeah. over there. So it's pretty let's, long. Let's say it's pretty technical. 20%. 20% what? Like, that's that's the that's what you deduct. No, I, I don't think you could deduct. <laughs> you, it, 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 first off, it's going to have to either beat the time or not beat yeah, the time. Yeah, well, I was trying to make it competitive uh, yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you could take a couple percentage points off. Hey, Drew. Drew. Oh, let's see. I screwed that up. Drew Ventura, 39. Yep, yep. I'm here. What's going on? I'm here physically. Yeah, man. What's going on? Um, Hey, so I heard you talking on your uh, other podcast. I follow you on Twitter, so I had to call in and tell you about your opportunity to race dirt track. Mm-hmm. Short track, dirt because 
you said that's about the only track, the only thing you haven't really done mm-hmm. that you'd like to do. Yeah. And up here in Ventura, which I know you came up here and done stand-up. I mean, you know where beautiful Ventura is. Yeah. Um, uh, we got a great short dirt track up here, and you can actually come here and rent, like, a legit car, not not a dumbed-down go-kart track. Um, you know, we, we have great dirt track races here every Saturday. Um, but during the week, you can come up here and hop in the one that they actually race in, like the cars they actually race in, rent it, you know, use it and drive around the dirt track and get an opportunity to actually do that. And I was wondering if you'd actually do that just to do your... Uh, what kind of cars you know, are you running? You know, the funny thing, and, I'm, and Adam might have something to say on that, they used to be called midget cars. But because of the PC California, oh. they can't call them midget cars anymore. Oh, what do they so call them? Yeah, they, we always, they, were, they were called midgets. Uh, they're yeah. midgets. They're basic midgets. Some have V8 power plants. Some have different off. Ed Justice Junior has the greatest collection of those cars ever. I could imagine. It's his place is full of them. They're all, they're amazing. I never liked those cars, but <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. They're um, how much shifting goes on on that dirt track? Um, I, I don't know. I, I just know you can't sit in the front five rows cause you'll get a face full of dirt, <laughs> but, and I, and I live about two miles away from the track and I can hear the engines. Yeah. And, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I will, uh, I will look into it cause I would like to come out and do that dirt track. And you know, the, fo- the aforementioned Paul Newman like to get out hit that yeah. track it's good car control sliding yeah. it around it sounds fun to me and we've talked a couple times about doing the trucks like i've been into vegas on the short course with the multiple jumps and the flat tops and the ta- you know the tabletop and mm-hmm. and that's a lot of fun and it's not the big baja spend all day in there like right. you can go out there and just crank out laps and uh in the dirt and it's i'd like to do good. that all right. Another thing I'd like is Bark Box. Ah, delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys picked around a surprise theme each month. Just tell them how big your dog is. Choose a plan, one, six, or 12 months. Then Bark Boxes are shipped on the 15th of each month. Cancel anytime. Free shipping in the continental U.S. If your dog doesn't like something in the box, they'll uh, send you something new. They'll do it for free. These guys are great. And uh, also, it's it's kind of thing where, like, I don't know if your mom's got a dog or uh, your best girl or perhaps your wife and you have a dog. Like, get this as a gift. I think people dig this as a gift. All edible treats are made in the U.S. or Canada, so you know it's super high quality. For a for free extra month, go to BarkBox.com slash Corolla. When you subscribe, you get the free extra month. That is BarkBox.com slash Corolla. Check it out. Get it for someone you love. All right. uh, Pete over here. 52, Michigan. Pete. Hi, Adam. How you doing, man? Good. You got a a dog back there? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to hide behind my garage while you have to hear them. All right. Hey, um, I got a question for you. My son had to get a new car. Mm -hmm. And... um, I'm a, I'm a Ford guy, you know, and I, by the way, I love your your uh, your, your racing movie there, I, I, 24 Hour Boy. I love it because my dad worked for Ford for 33 years and didn't realize there was a big, you know, between um what um between Ferrari and Ford. I loved it. Oh, so, good. Being a Ford guy. <laughs> well, watch. Uh, you can get that everyone at chassis c h a s s y dot com, and you got to watch the Newman doc as well. Now that we're here, I watched that as well, and I saw I saw the um. Yeah, your movie with the boxer as well. I saw that one. I saw all your movies. I loved them. Loved, loved them all. Love Pete. We love Pete. What's going on, Pete? <laughs> okay, um, so my son, he's looking for a Fusion or maybe even an electric car. Tell me your, tell me your difference. And I want to know when you're coming to Michigan because I, I missed your Royal Oak show. So tell me if you're going to come to Michigan. Well, we were just talking about coming to Michigan, but... I don't think we're doing a show. I think we're doing a screening of uh, the 24-Hour War. It, it might be a private screening. It's going to be a private screening. Yeah, so, so We're going to be oh, there. But we'll technically be there. We can meet you at a, on the corner or something. Yeah, you can come by like the Ford Museum or something. And, uh, yes. um, yeah, come stock us in the hotel. We'll see at the bar. Um, all right. So he's looking for uh, a possible electric. 
plug-in electric. Maybe. Maybe. Or, or Ford. I don't know yet. I I like, you know, uh, just from just from at first blush, uh, right. seeing something like the Chevy Volt, you know, the first generation, it was like, ah, the range is 18 miles, you know. And, and I remember <laughs> I got one for a day, and I, I plugged it in here, and I came back like four hours later, and I put on like two and a half miles worth of range, and <laughs> oh, I was like, geez. this thing's for the birds. But now I see them, and they look pretty cool, yeah. and they go, yeah. oh, the range is 200 miles or whatever it is. Obviously, they've come a long way. Yeah, they have. I wouldn't wish... Uh, Max Pat, you can look it up. I wouldn't wish a first gen or even second gen Chevy Volt on anybody, but the newer ones with the range they have yeah. and the, the the speed in which they charge and things like that, I, I'm I would I'd make that move. And now there's how about, the, how yeah. about Toyota Prius because it needs that's half gas, half electric. I like them. I'm I'm for it. I I would yeah. I would go. I mean, my wife's got the Tesla. Okay. And Chris, uh, uh, Chris has a Prius. He's got a couple. He's he's gone through a couple. Prius. It was lovely when I <laughs> I walked out to my car the other day and I I I'd finished doing my the TV show and I was like, you know what? And everyone was gone from the house yeah. and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy myself some sushi. Yeah. And I'm gonna enjoy my oh. sushi and then I'm going to the gym and then I walked out oh. to the garage. My car was gone. <laughs> so my wife took it while I was taking a nap. Oh, and my yeah. gym swipe card was in my car, and yeah. my wallet oh. was in my car. Oh, gee. Uh, and she took it because she, her Tesla, she drove to Orange County that morning and then back mm. and then had to go to, like, Beverly Hills that night. And yeah. maybe it was plugged in the night before. Maybe it wasn't. I'm oh, not, I didn't want to broach that. But, That's why, uh, but That's why I like the Prius. You half. know, yeah. she drove. There was a day when she had to go to Orange County, about 50 miles away, and turn yeah. around and come back. And then be in Beverly Hills that night and turn around and come back. And even though she plugged it in. Yeah, not bro. enough range. She, her, she's got like yeah. a P seventy, yeah. not the ninety or the yeah. hundred. So I, she's I kind get of... it, but you're dealing with the an, an electric car, and it's basically you're dealing with a situation where at seven o'clock at night you're leaving and you're taking my car because you don't have that option. Right? Yeah, you don't have right. that yeah. fail safe. There are the plug-in hybrids now, like you said, like a Prius or a, I think a Fusion has a plug-in hybrid. I pretty much it all does. the manufacturers seem to have some sort of plug-in hybrid right now, or most of the mainstream ones i like the idea of the fuel being in there as a sort of just so not to let happen just what happened case, to, i got you right, to Lynette. Right. well it didn't happen to her it happened to me <laughs> i didn't have yeah, my wallet yeah. or my gym card yeah, you're like i can't work out and i can't get sushi uh, uh, and right. if i ordered it i don't know where my goddamn credit card is <laughs> right <laughs> thanks Pete. No, I have a, yeah I, mean, I, I have a quick question um gina grad what a great addition to your show she's awesome and is she italian no she's jewish I know she's Jewish. She's saying, oh, half Italian. Who knows? But, oh, I, I don't um, know. I, I, I should, she seems Italian. She is, because Gina is an Italian name. I have a sister named Gina. Yeah, that's Gina why, is an Italian why. name, but yeah, Adam's yeah. a Jewish name, and I'm Italian. I so, hear your brother. So okay. Thanks, Pete. I appreciate it. All right. Did you find out the range? What's the range on the new Volt? Uh, it says 53-mile battery only, 420 total. Oh, because oh, the new Volt... Yeah, I think the yeah the Volt has the the gasoline right. Assist. Yeah, okay. it does. Good. All yeah. right, that's good. The range. Bolt the Bolt EV is a two thirty eight. Oh, the only. Bolt is the pure plug in. Yeah, screwed that up. That's it's confusing. I thought the Volt started yeah, it, off as the yeah. Uh, it's a, the, the Volt was first. The, the Bolt is pretty new. Bolt is that's pretty damn good range for a cheapish. Yeah, how plug cheap in. is it though? The, well, the uh, it, it better not be over. MSRP is a thirty six five. Okay, that's that's inex that's an inexpensive plug-in. Yeah, there was nothing. So look, here's how everything works. It's like a plasma four, TV. Four, yeah, used to be a hundred grand. Four years ago, <laughs> four years ago, there was no such thing as anything over a hundred miles plug-in range for under sixty five grand. Yeah, now for thirty five, you can get one that's got two thirty. All right, let me tell you about uh, Geico. Mm, everybody's got the to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up the milk, put out the dog, take in the cat. How about we add, save hundreds of dollars to your car insurance, and you don't have to do any kind of heavy lifting at all. Just go to geico.com, 15 minutes. You could be saving 15% or more on your car insurance. Hop on that computer. Do it in your towel and bathrobe. Who cares, man? Just go to geico.com. 15 minutes. You could be saving 15% or more on your auto insurance. 
It is Geico. All right, go to amcrawl.com if you want stuff. Go to uh, Corolla Drinks. You want to say hi to Lynette on the bar crawl. That's coming up on uh, June 24th. Uh, all sorts of live shows everywhere. New uh, episodes of Shift and Steer. That is yep, uh, Matt's it. pod. You can get that at uh, Corolla Digital or Podcast One. And go to our website, carcastshow.com. Click through our banner. Show us some love, man. And uh, we'll keep those uh, questions coming. Also... Um, no Safe Spaces, Mean Dennis Prager. That's available. Nice lecture we did. Check that out. It's on iTunes and Amazon, all that. Blah, blah, blah. So, until next time, Adam Kroll, for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Drinks, comedy and music tour, live music, stand-up comedy, and buttloads of Mangria. June 17th in Long Beach at Deep Piazza's. June 22nd in Fresno at Sequoia Brewing Company. And June 24th in Seattle, Washington at Showbox Soto Lounge. With special guest comedians and bands in every city featuring Loxie. Baby, let's roll. Comedy from Matt Edgar. Tickets and more information are available online at CorollaDrinks.com. The Corolla Drinks Comedy and Music Tour. In Seattle with Lynette Corolla and Ray Oldhofer. In Long Beach with Mike Dawson and the Smokin' Kills. Standing in the backyard looking for a tree to climb. June 17th in Long Beach. June 22nd in Fresno. June 24th in Seattle. The Corolla Drinks Comedy and Music Tour with Loxie and Matt Edgar. Get your tickets now at CorollaDrinks.com.